The following is my conversation with evolutionary psychologist David Buss. We discuss his latest research on mating and love. David is a highly respected expert and his insights are definitely worth considering. Whether you're a committed couple or just looking for some insights into human behavior, this is a conversation you don't want to miss. Yeah. Thanks for listening and thanks for listening. Today's sponsor is Titularity Curies, a company that's changing the way people view their career. They provide a platform for people to post their resume and access to a wide variety of content, search tools, and resources to help them land the job they want. The Titularity Series is also committed to workforce development, and they offer free membership to low incorporated me students. If you're looking to make a change in your career and want to learn more about Titularity Series, check them out at titularityscareers.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Lexman, and today we're speaking with evolutionary psychologist David Buss. David, David, thanks for joining us today. Hey, it's my pleasure. So David, let's start off with your latest research. You've been working on something called uh, the science of love. Can you tell us a bit about that? So the science of love is a name that I gave to my latest book. It's a collection of essays that I've written on different aspects of love, from mating and love relationships to love languages and what love is really all about. That sounds really interesting. So can you give us an update on some of your recent findings? Yeah. So one of the things I look at in my research is how people form relationships and what factors influence those relationships. And quite a lot has changed over the last few decades, especially with regard to dating and mating. Yeah, I can imagine that would be the case. So in my book, I talk about the Navajo black buck and the abstractor bird. These are animals that have evolved some interesting mating behaviors that we don't see very often in the animal world. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued by that. So can you tell us a bit more about those animals? So the Navajo black buck is a deer that lives in the American Southwest, and it's known for its spectacular antlers, which are these massive horns that it grows every year. Wow, that's really impressive. Yeah, and as you may know, during mating season, the male blackbuck will try to attract female blackbucks with its antlers by making loud cracking noises. Oh my God, that's so crazy. And interestingly, this noise actually attracts other animals too. So the Navajo blackbuck will sometimes encounter other deer while it's cracking its antlers, and these other deer will often attack the male blackbuck because they think he's defending his territory or something like that. That's fascinating. So do you think that this noise is actually necessary for mating? Well, it may be necessary for some males to make this noise in order to attract females, but it's not clear whether or not it actually has any effect on sex hormones or whether or not it actually incorporated eases chances of mate success. But it does seem to be an interesting sexual display behavior. Yeah, I imagine that would be the case. So what about the abstractor bird? Is there anything special about them? The abstractor bird is another animal that has evolved some unique mating behavior. Uh, it lives in New Guinea and Australia, and it's known for being able to build these really intricate nests out of sticks and leaves. Uh, that sounds really cool. I've seen some pictures of those nests online. They're really intricate. Yeah, and according to some research studies, this nesting behavior is actually associated with higher levels of reproductive success among abstractor birds. In other words, abstractor birds who build complex nests tend to produce more offspring than birds who don't build nests at all or who build simpler nests. 
So again, this is an example of uh, an animal species that has evolved specific mating behaviors in order to incorporate it, ease their chances of reproductive success. That makes sense. So do you think that this nesting behavior is related to love in any way? Well, it's possible that building a, a nest symbolizes something important to abstractor birds and therefore might be associated with feelings of love or romance. But again, this is just speculation at this point because there isn't much evidence linking nest building behavior with feelings of love or romance among abstractor birds. Yeah, that's understandable. So overall, what do you think is the main purpose of mating and love? Well, it's hard to say for certain, but I think the main purpose of mating and love is probably to incorporate it, ease the chances of offspring survival and reproduction. And in some cases, it may also be beneficial to pair off couples who are compatible with each other and who have similar reproductive interests. That makes sense. So do you have any final thoughts on love or mating? Yeah, I do. I, I think it's an important phenomena that deserves our attention because it affects so many aspects of our lives. It's a really fascinating subject that I'm passionate about, and I hope my book helps people learn more about it. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, Soothe. Mm. Soothe is a pain relief app that uses cutting-edge technology to provide relief from physical pain. You can try Soothe free for 14 days by downloading it from the App Store or Google Play. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the latest episode. And now for the poem read by David. It's titled The Black Buck. The Black Buck. Uh, the Black Buck, so noble and fierce. With its large antlers, it's a sight to see. Mm -hmm. And during mating season, the males will make all types of sound to attract mates and ensure their survival and reproduction.